Welcome to Sinister Sisters. Hello! And happy True Crime Tuesday. The season is focusing on women who kill. <laughs> my name is Shrimp, and I'm joined by Kat, who is my co-host and my <laughs> older sister. She's the hey. one screaming in the background. Um, who are we discussing this week? <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory. This episode will feature conversations that might be hard to listen to, so we very strongly advise listener discretion. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <clears throat> I would like to preface this by saying the the people in this are Hungarian, and I'm not. So if I mess up on some names, I'm so sorry. Elizabeth Bathory was born August 7th, 1560, in Hungary, into a very prominent protestant family her family controlled transylvania and her uncle who was named stephen bathory was the king of poland oh at the time in 1570 yeah like prominent doesn't begin to explain it they're like the aristocrats wild aristocrats also why did i not know that poland had a monarchy at one time i'm dumb anyway um i don't know continue Yeah. Continuing. In 1575, she married someone called Count Ferenc Nadoshti, who was a member of another powerful Hungarian family. And they moved to a castle, Castle Castis, where they welcomed four children. It was, they lived here, nothing really happened. Her husband died in the early 17th century. And um, this is when rumors really began to circulate around the small village that is in present-day Slovakia. Um, Peasant girls who were looking for servant work in the castle were disappearing, and nobody knew why. It didn't take long for the locals to point their fingers at Countess Elizabeth Bathory. Wow. Um, So what they were saying is that she enjoyed torturing and killing young girls. At first, they were allegedly... Servants at her castles, daughters of the local peasants, but later they included girls sent to her by local gentry families to learn good manners. Um, she believed that drinking the blood of young girls would preserve her youthfulness and her looks. Oh my god. Um, so it wasn't until, yeah, it wasn't until the daughters of the gentry were going missing that anybody actually cared Um, when it was just the servants and yeah when it was the servants and like the working ladies they it was just written off like oh they had tuberculosis whatever terrible that's awful yes also elizabeth bathory she is said to have worked with four of her own like servants servants and intimates it said so like good friends they were accused of being her accomplices, so there were witnesses wow. to her crimes. And yeah, and they told of her stabbing victims or biting their breasts, hands, faces, and arms, cutting them with scissors, sticking needles into their lips, or burning them with red hot irons, oh um, coins, or keys. Some were beaten to death and some were starved. Witnesses also claimed that her favorite method of torture was using scissors to mutilate her victims' bodies and faces. She supposedly used the instruments to cut off their hands, noses, and genitals. She sometimes even used scissors to slice open the skin between her victims' fingers. Like, that seems like, like, between the fingers. 
That seems like such a small thing, but it would probably be so freaking painful. Oh my god, yeah. Especially, like, if she's keeping them alive. Ugh. Yeah, and keeping them working, I think. Oh my god. So these are the the servant ladies that are coming into her home to, like, clean and things. And I think they continue to work. I couldn't find a specific answer on that, but yeah. Jeez. Anyways, so between 1602 and 1604, the rumors of her atrocities had spread throughout the kingdom. And so a Lutheran minister named Istvan Magyari made complaints against her, both publicly and the court in Vienna. This was in 1602 and 1604, but it wasn't until 1610 that the king assigned someone to investigate who then ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March of 1610. So it was like six years between the last time the Lutheran minister said something and by the time the king actually looked into it. And it's said that within those years, she went from murdering and torturing the um, working ladies to the gentry. Um, wow. Which is why the king was involved. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So by October, yeah. By October of 1610, they had collected 52 witness statements, and by oh. 1611, the number had risen to over 300. So these witnesses were other servants in the house, um, people that came to visit, you know, wow. all these different things. Yeah. Some witnesses named their relatives who died while at, the, while at her home. Others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies, some of which were buried in graveyards, and others in unmarked locations. One of the like most common witnesses were actually gravediggers, and the people that oh, yeah. would like create the graves for this lady. So she would have them have all of these dead women that she was saying were dying from you know, like tuberculosis or other more like natural forms of death. And the gravediggers were saying that they had teeth missing and their noses had been cut off and everything. Like they obviously hadn't died from anything natural, no illness or anything like that. And two court officials claimed to have personally witnessed the countess torture and kill young servant girls. Oh my. Um, this, this lady yes. is so ballsy was so ballsy can you imagine well because (laughs) i was just gonna say like can you imagine in current times if you brought a case forward with 300 eyewitness accounts like yeah it's usually like one like one partial account wow yeah or two yeah and i mean part of it was because she was so well like she was so well thought of and she had such high standing in the community because of who she was born into and who she had married. So what happened in December of 1610, Elizabeth was arrested along with four of her favorite servants and intimates um, who were accused of being her accomplices. Um, Elizabeth was arrested at her home apparently and she was eating dinner with basically having a dinner party. And there are some rumors that she was arrested either eating dinner or actively caught in the act of torturing someone. Oh my god. It's discussed about which one. There isn't a solid answer because it was the 1600s, right. probably. So with the trial, it was a sensation. Of and course. most of the witnesses that called to testify 
yeah, said that they had heard the accusations from others but did not see anything themselves. Mm. So I think that was a big part of why it like wasn't taken into account so much because it was like it wasn't it was secondhand right and one of elizabeth's defenses well elizabeth didn't technically stand trial herself but um contemporaries at the time said that one of her defenses was that um when she was growing up she experienced like an accident and so she had seizures it's very probable that she was epileptic but that wasn't like a like a diagnosis then so she had seizures though and a cure for which was believed to be smearing the blood of a non-sufferer on one's lips so the tea or like the goss is that she probably you know got it from there and then made it worse um yeah yeah so the four servants that were tried or that were arrested with her sorry were tried in a court of law and found guilty with three being executed and the fourth sentenced to life imprisonment. Wow. Elizabeth herself did not have to face a court or stand trial due to her family's noble standing. So she didn't have to, like, explain herself or anything. She just kind of, you know, got away with it. Her nephew and her uncle, it was said, um, requested that she be shut up in her castle. So she was there in solitary confinement in a room with no windows and only small little gaps to put like to get airflow and also to get food and water through and it was here that she died at the age of 54 in 1614 so she was imprisoned there for four years only and she's believed yeah she's believed to have killed as many as 650 people in her time making her the most prolific serial killer ever she's also believed to be the um inspiration for bram stoker's dracula because there was rumors that she was also drinking their blood as well as using it as like a face mask and like self-care stuff you know (laughs) self-care wow (laughs) 650 victims yes that's wild to me yeah and she didn't even have to go to trial so that's part of the reason why there isn't like solid numbers or anything part of it's because it was like the 1600s so there wasn't like records of people but also because she never had to go to trial so she never had to like talk about anything that she had or hadn't done you know like actually answer for her crimes that's yeah yeah she didn't have to do that so Wow. And I would think the fact that the other, or three of the other four were sentenced to death, they must have had some decent evidence. Although I suppose the courts in the 1600s weren't, (laughs) you know, quite as upstanding as maybe we hope that they are now, but yeah. Wow. That's a Um, crazy story. And she basically got away with a whole bunch of stuff because she was rich and had a very famous last name like her family controlled like transylvania that it is now but also like that area as like a kingdom basically it was basically a kingdom that they controlled bars and buddies with the king at the time and like Mm -hmm. we're just bffls with everyone and so she didn't have to answer for her crimes at all I mean, 
I would like to say that that's changed, but um, probably hasn't. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yes. Yes. Six hundred and fifty Very... people. Yes. Well, the numbers vary. It's between three hundred and six hundred and fifty. But still, that's a very large amount of people. Yeah. And she didn't just wow. like. I, this is gonna sound dumb, but she didn't just kill them. She also yeah. tortured them. Like it wasn't a quick, easy death. She's very similar to that. What alleged Madame Laudry, I think is how you pronounce it. Do you do you vibe with her? Not, do you know what I'm talking I'm about? I'm not familiar with that case. Maybe maybe I'll have to cover it. Okay. In a future episode. I won't spill the tea now. <laughs> She just tortured a lot of people. That's like the yeah connection there. But yeah, the tea is that she tortured the people. Yeah, that is the story of Countess Elizabeth Bathory and her six hundred and fifty victims. That was very well done. Very interesting. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to take this opportunity to introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, this is our very first podcast episode. Yeah! <laughs> That's why things might not seem so smooth. Yeah. 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 Anyway. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. Yeah. So... I'm Kat. I have been very into podcasts lately and I really enjoy like learning about random things. I'm not typically one for like going really into depth in topics um, over a long period of time. Like I wouldn't want to do <laughs> a bachelor's degree in true crime, um, but I am very interested in learning more about, you know, humans and human behavior, kind of the psychology behind things. So I thought that this would be a really interesting format. Shrimp and I both really enjoy true crime podcasts. Um, we vibe well. Obviously, we are sisters, as you probably inferred from the title of our podcast. The title. So it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to get to sit down and discuss things that we're interested in and dissect um, what's going on. So you can expect from us true crime episodes every Tuesday. And then every Friday, we will be doing episodes um, that are more light and enjoyable. So um, this week's episode will be a little bit of a dive into Reddit stories. Again, dissecting the human experience a little bit there. But you can expect other episodes on all kinds of topics that we're interested in that we feel like we want to research for that particular week. So that's what you can expect from us. We're very, very excited and yeah. um, looking forward to having listeners that aren't vibes or are significant others. So that would be really nice if just one person listens to us that isn't related to us in some kind of way. That would be great. So if you're that person, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kat there just decided to speak a whole bunch. And yeah. I didn't get to introduce <laughs> myself. So my name's Shrimp. Sorry. 
I'm the younger sister, which you can probably tell because <laughs> I'm crazy. Anyways, um, uh, what, what am I even supposed to be saying right now? I don't know. We can tell you all the little sister too because um, I just took over. You like finished telling your story yeah. and I was like, okay, my turn. You're introducing yeah, yourself. But that's also just like my personality. Just Fair. whatever. Who cares? Um, I'm not the planner. Anyways, what was I? I'm 23. Not that anybody cares. My yes. birthday's in March. I'm an Aries sun. Mm-hmm. I'm a Virgo moon. And I'm a Virgo ascendant. Ooh. Which is very fun. I think that's it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Yes. Our username is at sinistersisters.podcast. And in the bio there, there will be um, like information on where you can send requests and all that snazzy, snazzy stuff. We'll also do like behind the scenes on there too, which yeah. will be really fun and really good and I don't know if we're gonna are we gonna like post our faces on there so that you can kind of get a vibe of who we are. That could be fun. Yeah, Pro- I mean probably we can we can have a sinister sisters photo shoot. Ooh, or we could withhold Ooh. our faces until the people make us rich and famous. Ah, oh, true. <laughs> it can because. be our one billion subscriber incentive. A face. <laughs> <laughs> because people care that much about what we look like. I mean, I'm the hot one. Maybe <laughs> I'm the hot one. <laughs> Guess you'll never Maybe know. Dun dun. Anyways, yeah. Do we have anything else? <laughs> I think that's it. No, I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Yes. yes. Through- not an actual video because we don't have one but thank you for listening yes <laughs> thank you for listening you on, on friday friday bye on friday bye, bye. <laughs> au revoir bonsoir farewell ciao no copyright no copyright oh. strikes. No copyright strikes. Oh my god, you're deafening me. Okay, bye. <laughs>